1: we are live i don't know if we have anyone tuning in watching live uh whether it's via our facebook podcasters tabletop gaming or if you're watching us live on twitch at podcasters underscore uh thank you so much for jumping in thank you so much for tuning in and watching us uh, we're just getting ready to go and uh rip the cord on this campaign and rolling for initiative not really initiative but My players have been uh, catching up, saying hello to uh, our resident warlock, Danny K. Howard, as he is uh, reunited with us for today.
2: And it feels so good.
1: (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad. And what else am I missing?
3: Um, We all took naps in a cave
1: you all took naps in a cave see you all took naps in a cave so uh, we are live everyone uh we are going on so so i'm lining up beginning of our session does any of our players have anything fun to say about their week before we jump into it uh any fun stories I want to share for anyone listening or tuning in? I know Cave Nappers sounds like an awesome ska band name, though. Ooh. That sounds like a cool ska name. Cave Nappers. Mm-hmm. But, all right. Well then, okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, ca- ca- Cave Napper, it is. Um... Welcome, everyone, to our campaign. I am your dungeon master Anthony Mullen with the rest of uh with the rest of me is the Fae Bala 5 my players have been uh going strong been going live uh, every Sunday and so far they have made their way from the Wild into a desert fallen themselves into a temple and as they have made their way through this temple pyramid room of chambers winding halls they came across a few interesting Items and individuals. Seeing humanoid spider like creatures with uh, bipedal forearms and like mandibles coming from their face, covered in hair. You'd seen those crawling around, had a, a possible interaction and encounter, but quickly evaded away from it. Finding a large pool of blood, for lack of better terms sitting in an open chamber hall that appeared to come to life when a Spider Azoth had fallen from a ceiling that he had seen a skylight through. Splashing in react, caused a reaction. A party overcoming one obstacle after another had made their way down into a splitting fork of a road. One side did offer some chanting and the other one seemed quiet and not so much traveled until they came up to a door that had been trapped. Passing through this door and pushing on in, they had found a cloaked individual where Howard had rolled a pretty damn good persuasion check to have him lead them to where their master would be meeting them. As he left away and started crawling into a small, almost chamber duct uh, that was that comes out that is uh, <clears throat> was at floor level, or two feet by three feet, crawling in, the party looked around this laboratory room that they had found themselves in. As they all began to explore Howard, Looking into this cocoon, webbed up body that was left for him, looks in and looking in, seeing a uh, almost dried and drained, uh, almost a drained out body, that the skin was taut onto the bones, uh, not so much in a mummification, but more or less, they were sucked dry, of sorts, of liquids whether it be from maybe the spiders or this individual that you had seen had this syringe. Looking further in, Howard was swarmed by a swarm of spiders, biting him. And as the party quickly cleared them away from his body, unfortunately, he had failed his saving throw and went unconscious. party found a way to drag him. Azoth with some quick thinking created a sling of sorts and as a uh, you were a cat. Uh, Was it a cougar? Were you? A lynx? Uh, Like a lynx or something, yeah. yeah. Like a lynx crawling through these tunnels you pulled Howard along as Finks and Remus followed. You'd approached a dead end catching a whiff of fresh air. That led in a different direction that you were uh, uh, that led in different different direction of the individual that you were trying to follow, their their trail and smell from. While Azoth tried to break three through the pile of rubble, Fink's had a visitor after fighting and getting very lucky, while being bottlenecked into a tunnel and a dead end that Solander had not thought would be opened overcame the challenge. Swarming Solander with multiple mirrored images of Finks as well as creating a duplicate and a pretty nicely timed sneak attack from, from Remus uh, tanking some of his health. You all overcame with asa breaking through into an open vast chamber that had a cliff ledge that when looking down appeared to because you guys are out at night it is dark it is darkly uh it is dimly lit from moonlight that is shining in from the mouth of the cave that is bouncing off of reflective uh mirroring mirrors almost um like the mirrors that you would put inside like pyramids to like bounce sunlight to be able to see it uh, see in the dark. the moonlight bouncing off these mirrors, creating a dimmed lit cavern and um, tunnel ductway. You see it is a vast open chamber, hundred 150 feet wide and stretches deep back to your left into darkness. And to the right you see this cliff, that overface that oh looking over because of the uh, time of time of day in the night sky. Can't tell exactly how deep and how far down it goes, but I perceive it to be hundreds of feet as a for a drop. You did find one, two pitons, pitons, pitons stabbed into the wall that must have previously been previously. Uh, sorry, not wall. Um, the edge of the uh, of the cliff that had previously possibly been used to either climb up here or climb down. You uh, feverishly looted a body, Remus, you made him disappear. And you all sat down and began a long rest. Did you all hit the click? Did you all click the buttons for long rest yet? You haven't done so. You did? I did. I did, yeah. You did? All right. I'll allow allow it now, just as we go through. I'm going to be more mindful on my end, and I'll be, I'm going to try to remind everyone to not click reset until the rest is completed.
4: Oh, that's, I know where it was.
1: Well, uh, it's all good. If it's already been clicked, let it be, let it slide. Moving forward, I will try to be uh, mindful to say, hey, don't hit that yet. Because if you guys are interrupted during a long rest, that breaks that long rest and those Regeneration of Spells. Before we jump in and pick up from there, I want to let everyone know, if you haven't yet, please head on over to DCT Industries on Facebook at dct.tabletop, I'm sorry, the handle on Facebook is at dctindustries.tabletopgaming. Go check them out. They are a Western New York gaming company that is coming out with a brand new tabletop, Mon game that basically collides Pokemon meets Warhammer where you control monsters on a game board that compete in battle against other players. They are unique individually uh, 3D sculpted miniatures for this game and are all original from uh, DCT Industries. So please make sure you go check them out, follow them. You want to make sure you keep the alerts open for their new game Kaimon which is pretty cool. And I can't wait to test it out. Uh, hopefully in the future, we're going to see some test play, some play testing come out for you all. So you can see the hype behind it. But if you haven't, if you uh, want to see it now, go head on over to the Facebook, make sure you hit like, uh, you know, post and say, hey, guys over at Podcasters and Fable of Five, they let me know about you. As well as make sure you like some of those pictures on the Facebook feed of the minis that are already sculpted and posted. That way, when more, more drop, you don't have to go over and check them again. The page will start to pull up through your Facebook feed. After that, make sure you get on over to their Facebook, uh, their Instagram at... And pulled up right there. DZT underscore industries. Uh, they are a sponsor for this campaign, and they're awesome. They provide us, us with some giveaways. When we hit 30 followers in our Twitch stream. So if you are watching live, make sure to head over to our Twitch stream and we reach 30 followers. We'll be doing a giveaway for a mini. I have uh, multiple minis that we, will give, that we will be able to give away from Orc Barbarians, the multi-class fighter wizard, and even an elf wizard, some more. When we hit 30, we're going to tag and I'm going to have my players uh, snatch who's in the chat. And we'll do a random giveaway and we'll let you know. So, but you have to be in the chat when we do the giveaway and we need to be able to know that, hey, you are following us. So make sure you're there. If you have friends and you're watching this, tell them to get in this chat too. Uh, Make sure they do follow podcasters underscore on Twitch. So without that, given with all that out of the way, we pick up. The party is resting. You notice the air is cool, not cold. There's a slight heat rem- uh, emanating from the cave, slightly warm, not exactly comfortable, but it's not cold. It's laid out, you perceive, as it is nighttime. And you we are in a first quarter phase, I believe. Make sure I check that moon phases right to make sure I know where I'm at. Because uh, half of your eye. It was half, yeah. It was half. Um, see where we at. Make sure. You are in the first quarter. Okay. You just want to make make a mark for that. What are you guys doing? There are rubble all around. Uh, pillars lining the wall at twenty feet increments, thirty feet increments around bends. Boulders and debris have fallen in here. Um, there are. The the ground floor in this uh, open cave, it's about a hundred feet tall. Ground floor and the walls are just this uh, hard clay, but hard, rocky earth, uh, earth, some form of stone and compacted just, that was supposedly this was a cave structure that was just kind of naturally formed. It doesn't look exactly uh, made, but that it was adapted to be used. Seeing the pillars uh, scattered across the ground and seeing that at the front of the uh, entrance of the cave, there are two. Taller these real quick. My height measuring stick. These are 510. Let's see roughly 20 foot tall pillars, two at the front of the cave, uh, five feet by five feet by 20 up, uh, stoned, looking hardy and not broken, and um, yeah, it's dark. Um, Cave floor is flat, dirt padded in, caked. What are you guys doing?
4: Uh, quick question. When I did that detect magic for the um, magic items that we found on the uh, assassin, did anything in the room trigger?
1: Did anything in the room
4: trigger? What's
1: the range of detect magic?
4: Let me find that out for you. I think it's
2: 30 feet, isn't it? 30 feet, but I just want to
1: make sure. And...
4: 120 feet. Oh, just kidding. Way off. Nope, that's the spell magic. Sorry. (laughs)
5: 30 feet. That's
4: really
1: good. 30 feet. 30. No. Not much other than the armor and the items that were detected, Um, which you do see there is that necklace that that Azoth is holding that looks like it's a a Y that kind of comes up and splits that is being hugged by a spider-looking gem of a crystal that's hugging it. Um, there is the the black letter that Azoth does have that had that weird stamped steel on it. Um, Detect Magic, you also uh, see the dagger that you had possessed prior. Slightly glowing. Okay. As well as the armor that Remus is trying to just kind of like he looks like the. Are you, are you putting the armor right on, Remus? All
5: right. Yes.
1: So, as you look over at Remus, you see him kind of like half one leg in, kind of like trying to like <laughs> uh, hop over and trying to put pants on. And you see the you see the armor is glowing. So,
2: question is: um, Howard still passed out at this moment?
1: Or d D twenty for me. Okay. Five. Nah, you're not. I just want to make a okay. roll. Okay, it's all good. <laughs> so as as your party is uh, stumbling around, looking around, there's a moment of a...
5: <gasps>
1: comes back to you as you wake up and you feel sore, you feel beat up, you feel itchy all over, like like you were bit by mosquito bites. Throughout your entire body, There's one on your back that feels like it's really sore. You're like, oh, that's gonna hurt. Oh, mm-hmm.
2: did you guys like roll me in ants? What the
3: hell? Uh, well, you you almost ended up like that guy we saw before you passed out in the cocoon, so. I'd say you're doing better. Yeah, my,
2: my throat feels a little scratchy. I don't know. What happened? What did I miss? A lot. Oh, okay. That's cool. That explains everything.
4: Most importantly, though, I'm going to take out that Blood Moon scroll I found. Mm-hmm. I need your magic eyes. Read this. Read it. Read it. Read it.
2: Uh, okay. Um yeah, let me see. Quietly, don't let them hear. Okay, and I'm gonna take a look at it.
1: Uh, as you take a look over it, has anyone looked at this yet? Uh, just the picture. Just the picture. Oh, yes. This this is the one where it Here's looks like a language. big, big fancy. So it looks like it's um, think of your cliche like stereo stereotype uh, fairy tale picture. Like um, instantly comes to mind the, the very beginning of the first Shrek of the of the first two Shrek movies where it's like that page of like a yeah. big fancy font like the first letter is script and then it's just um, you you actually see it is uh, no one's seen the page, right? Thanks. No. That's called an initial it cap. Initial cap, that's what it is. Thank you. Initial mm-hmm. cap. Uh, it's written Elvish, you do see. Um, and uh, you see that there's this uh, big uh, moon that has a silhouette and it's kind of like half shaded uh, in the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, make a perception check as you look this over. Which I mean, you do read. You have the roomkeeper. Nine. Nine. Mm-hmm. Looks to be like a smear of like ketchup or something on the top corner from the moon where where it is. Like something's like st- like red is stained on the page. But um, scripture you're reading. Uh, describes the process of do you read it out loud what you read?
2: No, just in my head. Hold on then. Whispers, whispers, whispers. But I will like telepathically send or yeah tell thanks if he doesn't want me to say it out
4: loud.
3: Um,
4: where are you going?
3: Facebook, where I have you
1: One more second guys.
5: Mm-hmm. Ooh.
1: I'm just sending you kind of uh bullet points for you. Yep. Uh. Uh, yeah enough that those are your bullet points of what you get okay so i'll let you uh spread freely with this as you will
5: mm-hmm
1: okay and it's just essentially the first scroll and it looks like um at the bottom is that this was kind of like the preface to a collection a collective of works that would proceed to elaborate further possibly with instructions. Okay. Tony, I am sending it to you as well. All
4: right, thank
2: you. Very nice. Okay.
1: This is really interesting for everyone watching. I know, we're we're, we're playing Whispers and Psychic chat, so... Mm-hmm. There is there is actual D&D going on here. Unfortunately, this isn't the fun part to watch.
4: <laughs> Thinks is going to put a, a gold piece into Howard's coat pocket and just kind of put it in there.
5: <laughs>
2: I'll nod. Thank you. Also, thank you for saving my life, I'm assuming. And I'm going to turn to Azoth and Remus. Thank you guys as well for saving me back there.
3: Over these spiders. Let's get out of here. Well, uh, which which way do we do we want to? We don't really know where to go. We lost the little guy, and we ended up punch. But we we punched (laughs) our hole through here. Azoth, Azoth did most of the work. I kind of helped at the end, but that's kind of how we ended up in this cave. Was we. Made a hole in the, in the tunnel. Did he trick us in the tunnel?
0: No. You know, I don't think so, but... It just smelled fresher this way, so I followed my nose. Gotcha. At least we're outside again. But I don't this know if the... we need to go up or down. Just so you guys know, this I is the... Up
1: exit of the cave are these two ones. Uh, okay? okay? So you guys are looking in and this is an encounter. This is just more or less a visual for everyone to say like where do y'all want to be visually aid and everything.
0: Where did we just come out of? The hole that we came out of?
1: The hole you just came out of is... The hole you guys came out of is right here. Yeah.
2: Okay. And then going through the entrance of the cave, it's just basically like the edge of a cliff, right?
1: Yep. It's almost uh, right over the edge of right over here. It just drops off, and looking out, you can faintly see out here in this vast distance. There to be Make a perception check, Howard. You at disadvantage. As you walk over to the edge of the okay. of the cave. Well, actually I won't speak for you. How far how uh how close like how far off to the edge will you go?
2: Yeah, I'll get up like close enough where I can see, not like right up to where I can possibly slip off to my doom, but Ooh. within ten feet. Five to within 10, feet. ten feet. Okay. Yeah.
1: Make perception check.
2: Okay, so at disadvantage, at seventeen.
1: Disadvantage was seventeen. It's really good. Look to be a few hundred yards off. There's to be. There appears to be a another edge, something else out there. Possibly mm-hmm. uh you guys are maybe possibly think like a grand canyon kind of rip kind of tear in the earth if you look around okay. um I say tear in the earth, but not not the uh not the big not the big tear on the map that uh, is on it not that kind not that kind of tear okay. you're not there, but gotcha. it's almost like a canyon a giant if you guys are gonna leave, you guys gotta figure out what you're gonna do here.
4: Can um, I take off crack, big back, and just kind of point him at the the canyon? Yeah. Knock on his head. Hey, wake up.
1: Make persuasion shot. All
5: right.
4: Six. Six. I'm. Just, I, I I
1: hear you calling out Finks, but I am I'm, I'm a little little distraught I at the moment. I, uh, perhaps tomorrow.
4: Mm, I put him back away. Someone's still mad. He'll need, a, he'll need his, his nap. He'll be fine. Well, do we want to chase down that little tiny creepy man? Or do we just start a new life here? Outdoors away from this dungeon.
2: Well We're I'm gonna kinda like go towards I'm gonna kinda go towards the edge again. I'm gonna actually look up. Like how far down are we from the surface of wherever? Perception check, please, With disadvantage. Nice. Uh twenty-one. I rolled a seventeen twice. Nice. Uh
1: looking up. Two hundred fifty feet from what appears to be a, a ledge that you see. Okay. How far was the shaft
2: we fell down? It's about the same. About two hundred, I think.
1: Roughly, making it make a history check or insight. Um. Okay, hold on. can be taken different ways oh shoot rick's in here rick i just noticed that he's here uh we want boom boom 16 (laughs) uh 16 yeah about 200 about 200 feet you fell thinking about it
0: All right, I'll, uh, I want to pull out my pistol, pack it with some blue powder, and shoot it off into the sky and say for boom, boom.
1: Make, make attack roll. Um, don't, don't don't frick it. Six, six. Oh, you got lucky. There's a, <laughs> <boom>. <laughs> you hear, uh, thunderous. An echo amongst the canyon. <laughs> Would you shoot just out in the air?
3: Yeah, just
0: that popped one off.
3: You hear the
1: the sound <laughs> echo. Well, that that was most certainly heard. <laughs> Maybe.
3: And Luku Karacha, don't forget.
1: Yes, Lucracha. La Luka <laughs> La Karacha. I keep forgetting that that was a gun. That's an interesting weapon there. That was boom-booms.
0: I put that it was whose?
2: Boom-boom? Who's boom-boom?
3: You remember? He he was that big guy. He, he liked pants.
4: He blew up.
3: He came with us through the, the boat transfer. No? I don't remember any of that wild mount where we came from that one time
2: i don't remember any of that last thing i remember was
1: wild mount i don't know what i remember it was do i remember I mean, wild mount mean, or you, no you remember like well yeah you and remus have been traveling since wild mount oh yeah that's right okay yeah i remember but, wild mount, but that's all i remember huh it
3: Was a big guy Big orc came out of the woods when we were there for the funeral out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, the thing about pants, he shoved the guy through a chest. He fought a painting. Um, he's the reason we had that little kid that followed us that eventually died and got lost in the wood in the winter. I think. Uh, what what's like about? Big big guy. I think he was. He came back again, and he was like a. It was working with the people in this town. Doesn't ring a bell. Uh, he talked about Mama a lot.
2: Mama. Do I remember Mama or no? Make a history check. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, four.
3: First time hearing this. Says not today. Not today, says Boom Boom. As Remus does this impression to Howard's face. <laughs> big performance check for me. Uh, uh, performance. I hope Rick appreciates that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 26.
1: This is a damn good impression of Boom Boom. <laughs> you want to know who this person is, Howard?
2: Yeah. Seems like I- a cool dude. Sounds like I probably would have liked him and followed him. I just don't remember him.
3: I, I, I am concerned. <laughs> I'm partially too. Maybe he was there. He, all right, he was there when we came back, and then this this random short guy that turned into a giant was there, and this other fighter guy was there. We partied with those hill people after we just. Fought a vampire in the swamp.
1: remember a swamp.
3: I remember a swamp. I don't remember those people, though. Huh. Wouldn't talk to his spear the whole time. Had a weird, like, old name. Hmm. There was, like, an angry, like, he sounded like some sort of southern guy, but, like, southern, like, far to the... the deep east south. East or west. Like, the deep south. Okay. I
2: don't know. Maybe <laughs> have to uh, pray or something and try to figure out what I might have forgotten. He, he uh,
3: exploded for the greater good. Yeah. Do we know how long we've been like, here? Or, like... It,
1: in the temple, or, or like no, in like, like this, this, the world, world? of Sivalla. Um. Yeah, uh, you've been there. Let's see, crap, shit. So you got there. Um. So has it been roughly a week in Berghold? Make a make a history check for me.
3: Oh, let's see what that can come up to be. That's going to be an 11.
1: Been there for about with the resting and the number of kind of pacing. Let's say roughly you've been there about two and a half weeks.
3: Is this including our time in the Feywild? Wild?
1: You don't know. You've had no interaction with anything of. Oh, no, no. So I, I'm asking, like, how much time do I feel I've
3: experienced? Since okay. that shit thing um, okay. to you now,
1: okay, like a couple months or like, got it. Um, but about a month then, I guess you'd be feeling pushing pushing better part of a month, but not a not thirty full thirty days yet.
3: D and D time is wild, by the way,
1: but mm-hmm, okay,
3: good. that is a lot of things happening in one month. Um, yeah, I, I'm. Remus just kind of stops at that point in the conversation. He's just like at like the numbers are flowing in his head of like what happened and like little clip scenes of like everything that's gone on in the different places we've been in the last month or so. Feels huh. like
1: it's been a year probably
4: <laughs> for being honest. Can I make an insight <laughs> check on Howard to see if he's lying? Because I'm concerned yeah. he might've been replaced by a body snatcher. Uh, 13.
1: Make a charisma roll, Howard, and add the appropriate modifier. All right, just straight charisma roll? Make charisma roll All right, with... 16. No. Seems to be telling the truth. Howard's not really a... Well, I guess he does kind of lie sometimes, but... This time he's being he's being honest.
4: All right, I'll believe him for now. And I got some shifty eyes going back and forth. Just okay. not sure. Keep your eyes on Howard. Just that that Futurama Fry meme. That. <laughs> that that face.
1: Ah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, what are
5: you
2: guys doing? Yeah, like I obviously we we'll this, this, this is this is during
1: this during the beginning downtime of
2: the long rest. Okay. We'll see. Yeah, like I obviously remember you guys. I know you guys. I just don't remember who any of those people were. I'm sure they were nice. I just don't recall. Uh, yeah.
1: So, what are you guys doing? I,
3: I'm contemplating if a spider can cause amnesia. Uh,
1: make
3: hmm. make a... I, I, I'm, I'm just make, back and make forth. An make an <laughs>
1: intelligence. Make no, make an intelligence check. I'll say it. Make an intelligence check. You'd be contemplating, but let me see how. Let me see how much of a. What do. What do you know?
3: Uh, I. I know I can turn into spiders once a week now. Uh, intelligence, that's going to be a 18. Oh, I'm sorry, unnatural 20.
1: I mean, magical things can cause amnesia at times. You guys were in a temple. It's not out of the realm of possibilities. But you, you didn't see anything that looked unordinary that would... Give him amnesia. But then again, you didn't inspect the spiders that bit him as well. So, who knows? Mm, Thanks.
3: What's the question?
0: If if I were to turn into a spider again, guys, I'd be able to climb up the wall and essentially make like a rope that you guys could climb. I just don't know if it would be sticky and you would have difficulty climbing it or if it would just act like a a rope in that case
2: well remus how good are you at
3: climbing i'm pretty good i think we saw some pitons over the edge of that cliff there at least two but like that's going down yeah that but well i do want to go down to go up
2: Oh, I don't know. Like it, it looked off in the distance like we might be in some kind of canyon or something. Um I can fly, so I mean I could probably carry Finks with me up if you can turn into a spider and climb up, and then
3: Remus if you're good at pulling the rope.
0: Does your disc float up? Can oh,
3: you fly oh. your disc? No. It only it only sinks down when ah. it hovers. Um I my concern is I don't know how or where that, that tunnel anti-magic stuff ends or starts. We're not,
0: in, we're not in that tunnel anymore, though. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's outside of it or not. <laughs> Let's do a test, and I'll walk
2: over to the edge, and I'll shoot a uh, single Eldritch Blast just straight up along the edge.
1: Okay, got to the edge. Uh, make it... Uh, Actually, so just go make a go to the edge. Launch
5: mm-hmm.
1: a you launch a,
5: <laughs>
1: you launch a uh, Eldritch Blast, shooting out a, a little sticky globule of yellow, just shoots out of your hand. Fine. Make a Dexterity saving throw as you're at the edge of the cave. God Oh, nice. Twenty unnatural. Woo. You feel the ground begin to give loose, and you quickly jump and uh, you quickly jump and uh, back three, four feet as you see the ground at the edge of this ca- at the edge of this kind of crumble underway where you just were standing. But your magic did shoot out okay. of the cave.
2: So it doesn't seem to be anti-magic, but we might want to be careful near the edge.
0: So, Anthony, where on your map could we not be near the edge but still go up, essentially, the cliff face to get up and out, like, back on the... Uh, what I'm assuming where the desert sand is from where before we fell down the tunnel.
1: No, you you would have to come over to the edge face to be able to then proceed to try and get up and out.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Where oh. did we come out of the tunnel again? I'm sorry. Over to the right by that pillar and whatever over
1: here. That, okay,
2: have we checked
0: out Just the rest finish. of the cave yet?
1: Just for reference, oh. here's our little red marker. Right oh, there is where you guys popped out. I'm
0: so stupid. We're actually like inside a cave, looking out. Yeah. The cave. Yeah. Does the cave have a top, or is the top of the cave? Yeah, it's top. I just I just can't put a top on the map. No, 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 there is a there is so, a giant top. So when we're looking out and up, we're looking outside of that, the the two pillars to the north, basically. Yes. Mm-hmm. So anything looking look out, out this way, the, the moonlight, the the petons or pileons or paleotones, whatever petons, what <laughs> is outside <laughs> of those two pillars. Yes. Everything behind us is inside
1: this cave. Yep. This right here is the inside of the cave. Okay.
0: And to answer your question, then, no, we have not checked out the, the rest of the cave, Howard. We have literally okay. just been standing by the mouth <clears throat> of this cave.
2: Do we want to try to see if maybe it'll go up from here instead of having to fly up or climb up? Maybe there's some back stairs.
3: Like Watkins Glen. Uh I would like to lean over the edge like on my stomach and look over, like, kind of crawl out and look over to see if there's more than just the two pitons.
4: Let me give Remus
3: some guidance. I
2: was going to say, I'll be nearby his feet to grab just in case.
1: (laughs) You lean down on your chest, crawl up over. You feel the earth stay secure. Make a perception check. Um, a straight roll because you do have dark vision. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 19. 19. Fun visuals. Lean over looking. You see the one piton right up near the lip of... the uh, right up where the lip kind of comes into the cave. You see one more 10 feet down to the right of it. You see a third one 40 feet down see you think maybe a fourth maybe a fifth but then it starts to kind of move out of your vision turning around as you kind of spin around to look up you see the one up at the top second one further up and maybe a third further up also
3: so it looks like there are more pitons up and down uh I don't know if we want to try that. If we want to, like, I like your idea, Ace, off of being a spider. I don't know if we want to have you scout out up first to see if there's a way out that way, and maybe take, make, like, make your rope around the pitons, or
0: I can I can do that because as a spider, I do not have to make any ability checks when climbing on difficult surfaces or being upside down. Yeah. And webbing doesn't slow me down either. So I can kind of follow along and squirt some webbing, and hopefully it'll be uh, not sticky and you guys can traverse up it.
2: Could, or, you, uh, like, could you weave like a basket with your webbing and just like carry us up that way? I could. Might be easier than trying to climb a rope of webbing.
0: So kind of like we did in the tunnel, but kind of. not as a wrecking ball style. Yeah.
1: We could do that. Is that what you guys are going to do?
2: Yes, I'm for it. I'm all for it. All
5: right. After
2: after our rest?
0: Well, yeah, after the rest. We'll rest in during daylight or whatever. Give it a shot. All right. Well, they're resting because, I don't
2: know, since I passed out from the poison and all that stuff, did I, like, Legit drop to zero hit points and stuff like that, or because I was nope. at full before all that.
1: No, this is more we're, from we're like a technical for, standpoint for, for thematics. You were out zero, but we'll say you came back okay. feeling good. All right, just for <clears throat> just for thematics purpose.
2: All right, so then while everybody's kind of resting and regaining their stuff, I'm going to kind of explore a little bit inside of the cave just to kind of get our surroundings and make sure nothing's going to try to pop out or get us
4: okay i also wanted to do something um are we are we not taking watches
2: this will be
1: part of my watch i
2: guess okay
1: all right Um, so i got something for my watch all right what's the order of watches who wants to go i'll go first uh, first you're gonna go first so yeah almost second watch i'm gonna go danny thanks a second who's going third I'll go third. All right. And then you're just going to stay up after that, aren't you? Yeah. But I'll be there. And then Remus will wake up in the morning with Azoth. All right. (coughs) Excuse me. Sorry, fellas. All right, Danny what are you doing as you get up you begin to explore the remainder of the cave uh, where are you all high like where are you all like resting and what are you resting in or with like what are you guys prepping to do for a rest you are are you just going to be like this open space pass out or are you doing any to prepare
4: i'll uh I'm gonna
1: i guess kind
0: of like where our guys are right or no i'm gonna curl up on that cot i made for howard
1: Curl up on a cot that uh you uh you curl up on the cot that you had been pulling Howard on. Uh, Howard, you turn on, you see, there is this big um, sheet of plywood that has been broken and snapped with poles attached to it, with a um, wrappings of robe and cloth that probably is how they pulled you. Azoth bundles up begins to kind of do a meditate pass out over it. But Alright, so you guys just kind of bundle together. Anyone doing a fire or anything like that? Or sleeping in the cold, dark? Follow
2: me? Mm. I mean, I guess, well, no. I think the torch only lasts like an hour. And I only have one left. hmm <clears throat> Unless you guys have uh, anything else to kind of set something just to keep us... How cold is it?
4: Like, we're not going to freeze
2: to death, right? Okay. Uh,
1: Eight. It's not cold. It's not warm. It's not comfortable. You're not going to freeze. You think? All right. I'll make do I
2: I have my trusty
1: coat okay Trusty coat slight discoloration on the back
2: mm-hmm.
1: hole in the back.
2: There's slight blood splatter all over the place.
1: Smeared oh. with some some spider guts. I believe it was cleaned with a press digitation
2: too. Did you guys I don't have that so
1: I think Azoth did, did okay, sweet I think so press did you clean this coat press digitation?
4: I don't think I did. Somebody did, did though. Did you? Was, uh, you're the only one that has that. Must have been you. No, I thought
3: you had it because I had it with the gloves, but I don't have it anymore because the gloves got, got nerfed um, in the no oh. wild.
1: We're coats it's dirty it's and smeared me. with spider guts. Then, <laughs> all right, spider guts, blood. It looks like when you like you smash mosquitoes and smear it. There's like a streaks of red. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, your coat's seen better days. Um, make what are you looking for while you're in here as you go to like the back of the cave or what are you looking for in the cave specifically
2: um any traces of spiders um any signs that there may be something kind of camping out or like how far deep does the cave go
1: how deep how far uh, deep does the cave go um Stretches in for about 100 feet, you could see. And then it just, beyond your vision, it just kind of gets pitch dark. The mirrors don't bounce off uh, fully into the full extent of the cave. And at some point, it just pitch black.
2: Okay. I'm not going to go too far deep in. Um, but, yeah, any signs of, like, spiders that might be nearby or anything else like that.
1: Okay. Let's see. Make a perception check for me. Okay.
2: <clears throat> uh, Fifteen.
1: Fifteen. Looking around as you start to explore the back half of the cave, there are um <clears throat> There are giant piles of rubble, stones, pillars that are 10 feet tall, kind of line the back walls five feet around. And some of them broken, smashed, tumbled at uh, certain intervals. You see, there's some webbing kind of covering uh, portions of rubble that have landed. You see the as you kind of tra- traverse into uh, deeper into the, the cave, it starts to pinch off. By looking at the ceiling, you see that the ceiling kind of starts to pinch off and become uh, narrower. Not so much that it becomes like a single file, but you can see that this vast open uh, entrance begins to kind of close. And just beyond your vision. Or. Are... 35 feet out, you see what looks to be a wooden cart of sorts that uh, it has almost like a door. It looks almost like a chariot cart with two wheels and looks to be like really long doors hanging on the side of it. Like they're almost like. Six foot long, thin, thin planks of wood on both sides and just kind of drooped on the ground, but you really can't ascertain much detail from this. Hmm.
2: All right, I'm going to get up to it and I'm going to first check for traps along the doors.
1: As you go on into this darkness, you uh, make an investigation check with disadvantage. Because okay. it is now, you barely have light. Yeah, four. Doesn't appear to be tracked.
5: Okay.
2: Looks good. I'll open it up and see what's inside if I can.
1: You go over to this uh, cart. Walking up to it, as you're looking it over, you don't see any movement coming from it. You don't see any strange sigils or markings on it. It Looks to be five foot deep and four, four feet wide. You see the doors hanging off. It aren't they're not really doors. She walked up closer. They, they don't like close. They like doors that have hinges that clo- like, that move this way. Mm-hmm. These doors are hinged almost on the long ends, as if they move up and down, coming okay. off of the cart. Kind like wheels... suicide doors. Yes. Okay. I like suicide doors, but they're like f- like straight, flat, just uh, planks of uh, wood. Okay. And walking up, you see that as uh, kind of to the tips of them, they kind of uh, form into like the shape of a kind of almost to a rounded point, almost like a wing of a from of a bird. Uh, one on each side of the cart. Hmm. Walk over to it. You see. The front of it has reins and it looks to almost like be attachable to a mount. There's these, almost a a pulley hinge system Mm -hmm. of buckles that come from the front of it that you do see there's almost a uh, looping of a, almost like like a, a block of metal that you could see where there's You would thread almost like leather wrappings to kind of like snap at an animal or a creature. Think of a gladiator style. Mm -hmm. It's kind of what you're looking at. You see this? What do you do to it? Walking up to the side of it. Hmm. I'm going to say to myself,
2: you know, that Pegasus really could have come in handy by now. Hmm
4: you remember that pegasus
2: i do (laughs) the pegasus i remember it's interesting all right uh it is made out of like wood though right it's not like a creature disguised as a chariot or something
1: yeah um sorry as you can tell this appears to be just made out of wood
2: all right um gonna kind of inspect around like any signs that there was a horse or an animal or whatever attached to it
1: make an investigation check okay
2: disadvantage still
1: oh yeah, the, yeah this, is a, this, this, this is at disadvantage this is at disadvantage okay three you mean you've seen carts and pulley systems and th- this would this appears to have been a move a vehicle that would be attached to a mount that could be pulled. And looking around it, it doesn't look like there's any straps that are there the uh, the part that is used to kind of attach to a mount and like secure and strap to it isn't there. Missing whether it was taken, stolen, deteriorated from time, um, you don't know. Okay.
5: All
2: right. Well, I'm gonna hold on to that for now and then head back towards the group and just spend the rest of my watch just kind of keeping an eye out. All
1: right. So as you begin to walk away from the group. Go back towards the group. Back to or back towards the group. Oh, great. Yeah. You're you're thinking about what what Remus had brought up to you about people that you don't remember. And as you do, what's your AC? 13. You feel this burning feeling, this acidic just burn on your leg. As you feel a heavy Charlie, almost like a Charlie horse punch in your right calf. And you instantly feel this acidic burn on your pant as you take five points of bludgeoning damage, and one point of acid. As you as you hear, and you hear something moving amongst.
2: I'm gonna yell,
1: guys! And you then... Yeah. Guys! There's echoes um, in the cavern. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, i going to turn around. Um, what do I see? Let's say... Roll initiative for me, Danny.
2: Okay. What
1: do you see? Oh, boy. A sluggish-looking creature just kind of slipping around in front of you in the darkness. You're trying to catch sight of it to distinguish what it is, and it's hard to tell exactly. You really can't ascertain what color or what it looks like, but it becomes, but it looks fluid in movement as it's kind of slipping around and, like, looking at you predatorial. Okay. Um hmm. I rolled a 14 by the what way for your... initiative. All right. You you currently go first in this initiative counter. Okay,
2: so I am going to Do I notice like any eyes or like, like ears or anything check.
1: like that? Okay. Reception check with disadvantage. Uh 16. Um there appears to be a a a focus of a head that appears to kind of move, kind of uh, perceiving you as it's looking around at your body. But then there's other parts of it that kind of of pull out and move around in in a sentient motion looking at you and then suck back into its body, the
2: mass of this slime. All right, so I don't think that's going to work then. All right, so then I will let's see oh, okay yeah let's let's do it let's wake everybody up i'm going to thunderclap right in front of it i'm like right like in front of it right five feet yeah yeah you're, you're, or how really, close you're are like
1: there? oh no this um uh, okay. what's his range because it wouldn't yeah no it's within five feet of you you're right up on it
2: okay then i will thunderclap it's a constitution save 15 all right for you
1: A little bit camera, a little better camera look. There, better for you guys. Constitution saving
2: throw. Yep. Con is thirteen. Uh, nope, it's a uh, fifteen to save. So you take oh he fails. Six. Yeah, so that you take two d six uh 8 total points of thunder damage. Kind Hopefully of... the sound will help wake everybody else up and I'm going to run back <laughs> towards the group. I'll say with
1: that, uh everyone else roll initiative for me as you all <laughs> hear this loud sounding uh loud sounding clap of thunder uh echoing <laughs> from the back of the cave. And I've... I'm
2: gonna use my movement to try to go back towards the group, knowing that he'll probably try to get an attack.
1: Oh yeah, so that's the okay. moment you try to back away. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's gonna get it. He's gonna go after you. Oh, he misses with that roll. Are uh, you Sweet. doing a full thirty? Full thirty. So go 10, 20. Say so you run between around this. You're thirty. Cool. There. Um. All right, for initiative, Remus, what you get? Eighteen. Eighteen. Thanks. Eleven. All right. So, uh, this thing is going to move. Slithers up and kind of slimefully oozing its way towards you all. And top of the round. Remus, uh, use half your movement. You get up. You doing? Know, you heard, guys, and then a quick boom of sound.
3: I'm gonna move 15 feet towards Howard and ask him what's going on. So it's just like 15 feet straight towards the that down pillar thing. Yeah. What's, going, what's on? going on? Uh, yellow
1: slime.
3: Do I see the yellow slime?
1: You turn around. You look your head over, and uh, you see it's this orangish-looking toned slime. Maybe it's Orange yellow. Slime? You you see that? You see in red. Dark
2: vision. Sorry, it looks yellow on my screen. I couldn't tell.
3: Uh, I'm going to throw two psychic daggers at it. Hopefully, all right. First one's a twenty-one. All right. Four. Six
1: damage. All right. Real quick. Um, dagger. Yes. Is it piercing or slashing?
3: Uh, checking now. Checking now. It is. It Because it's a psychic dagger, it just says psychic damage. All good. And then... Yeah, the second. I can't remember that one. Alright, you're good. Other one's going to be 22.
1: Hell yeah. 21 and 22, both hit.
3: And that damage is going to be 7 damage.
1: Um, get sneak attack on the first one.
3: Did you, include, did you add him? Oh, no, I didn't. I I wasn't sure because no one else was near him. Uh, for
1: First attack. Uh, gotcha. Actually, no, you're right. You wouldn't.
3: Because I know that's like, for the assassin no. one, I know that's a thing where it's like, if it hasn't attacked yet in combat, you get assassinate, but.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. Nope. You're not. You're not the assassinate.
3: Uh, not this time. Usually you
1: have someone up close or something near him. Or you're hidden selffully, usually. Yeah. Right no, you're not.
3: Well, that's it for me. All right. All
1: right. What was the second damage? Was seven for the first one?
3: Oh uh, no, six for the first one, seven for the second one.
1: Oh, six for the first. Okay, all right. You see uh, two uh, purple daggers come flying from your hands, and the minute they hit the uh, this oozing-looking jelly slime, whatever this is, you see a kind of recoil slightly. As much as you were anticipating. Uh,
3: All right, I hit it. Uh, Bonus action, hide.
1: Where you hiding? Pillar here or that pillar
3: here? Uh, that pillar. Yeah, the pillar there.
1: You're hidden. We'll say make stealth roll. All right, what do we got? Show me the number. 21. Feel yourself fully hidden. Howard, you're up. Thanks. you're on deck. Mm, okay. Um,
2: good lord. I'm going to... Yeah, tried and true. Eldritch Blast it.
1: Make attack uh, tackle. Two of them. All right, make attack roll.
2: Uh, natural 20 on the first one. Oh, very nice. And a 13 on the second.
1: Very nice. Um,
2: the 13 hits. Oh, okay, cool. So, let's see. Seven, four, what up, Nick? What's so, 22
1: what a black damage on the first one. Thank you guys for being in here. 22 damage on the first one. Jesus!
2: Yeah, that's with the crit. Nice. And then... Ooh, nice, uh, 14 on the second max damage.
1: <laughs> you launch day. two blasts. Poof, poof. You see this globs of yellow light streak out through it, smashing into it. You see it, uh, the whole figure. This slimy now, you're you have some a mo- little more moonlight behind you. you. See, this is now a yellow looking slimy ooze, just rear itself up <laughs> and kind of slam down onto the ground and do a puddle of just yellow ick and just icker and uh, slime. All right, sit on the ground. Make reception check. Okay. Uh, 16. 16. You, you see there's the pool of slime that you just blasted off and taken away. It looks to still be kind of withering in pain. And there appears to be. It's like the color of, of Remus's daggers are kind of swirling within the this pooling of slime. Almost like you're the mixing of paint colors. Like okay. including a purple into a yellow and just kind of swirling it. Interesting. Thanks.
4: You're up. Um, what are you doing? This is the room with the mirrors, correct? Correct. Are they still bouncing moonlight around?
1: Uh, yeah, they bounce off. Boom, 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 boom. Say, moonlight stops at out here.
4: So, so my Stop. question is, do the, do these mirrors rotate at all? Can I can I attempt to kind of like point the beam at the the goop so we can kind of just get a better picture of what we're doing? I want to light it up. Yeah. Uh, you run over to the
1: um to the nearest one to your left, and grab one of the lights that uh, you see that was bouncing into the into the shaft that was next to it that was taking some of the light bouncing off, and go to reposition it. Make a strength check, as there strength? is this giant. Well, not giant next to you is about the size of you. Oh, I uh, did it. The plate. That you see has this kind of bowed shape that uh, curves.
4: Uh, it's an eighteen.
1: Eighteen. You grab it and you use the strength of the moon, uh, drawing with drawing into you as you. Your little goblin body twists this uh, this mirror, and you all as you offset the lighting for the remainder of the room. But there is now a beam of moonlight right here that you see. The slime is now reforming. Now with a tint of purple swirls into it, a swirl in it.
4: What are you doing? Um, I will take my bonus action hide as well. All right. Big stealth check. Fourteen.
1: All right, here. Let me actually move the camera a little more this way, if you will. There. Fourteen. Okay. Not bad. I feel that you're fairly hidden. Um, I mean, you did just shine the giant beam of moonlight from your direction, but we'll say, uh, not maybe, maybe not looking at you as much. So you all do see this, Howard. You see this yellow slime has reformed and formed and come back to its size. Looking over at you. Um, Azoth! What are you doing?
0: Um, how far away am I?
1: From this line that's reformed? 30 feet. Alright, I'm going to cast Thorn Whip. You crackle from... Uh, you, crack your hand and kind of snap it as a, um, you feel this this, uh, s- this stick, this nice, um, when you were traveling throughout the Wild, you had snapped some, uh, some sticks and some tree branches, and there was one that you had kind of carved out to fashion to, like, a whip, the whip handle, and as you kind of grab it and uh, snap it to, you see a whoosh, from it a, 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 lash of thorns come out. Uh, 11 to hit. Eleven. As you go to snap at it, you see it—the uh, the whip cracking down onto the creature, and as it does, it looks like it's about to hurt. Make reception check. As you see the whip go, poof, bouncing off of it. Uh, Frick plus six, so seven. Um, I mean, roll damage. Nine piercing. Okay. Um, You did see that the whip bounced off pretty quickly from the hip. All right. Anything else you wish to do on your turn? No, that's it. All right. Top of the round. Remus, what are you doing? You see that this creature is regrown, fully in size, and there seems to be a discoloration about it. And both Howard and Remus being up front, you, with the, with the moonlight, I'll say, you were able to visual, uh, clearly see that the whip didn't make full contact. There appeared to be a barrier of sorts that mm. deflected it. Remus, your turn. Howard, you're on deck.
3: Uh, is... So is anyone, am I still the closest with Howard to it? No one's like directly in front of it?
1: Yes, you and Howard would be directly, uh, would be close to, would be the closest to it still. No one is directly in front of it. All
3: right, so I'm going to take out my, uh, my rapier. I'm going to go around the pillar and then attack it with my rapier. (laughs)
1: okay make uh you run out from around the pillar make the attack roll with it Uh,
3: it's gonna be where are you 30 20.
1: all right not bad so that's
3: gonna be Oh, that's gonna be four damage.
1: Okay. So as then you I'm... bring down, as you bring down the rapier, you going to stab it, peering in, pulling out, clean strike in and out. What else would you like to do?
3: Uh, bonus action disengage, and then use the remaining half of my movement to go back where I was by the pillar.
1: Gage, you're behind the half the pillar.
3: Yeah, that's it for me. All
1: right. It is now Howard. You're up. Thinks you're on deck.
2: All right, so Howard is going to run around the opposite side. Uh, Yep, right there. And he's going to bonus action. Shalele take his yeah. quarter staff.
1: Get the quarter staff charged up. You feel this uh where your hands, uh your your uh right grip into it has this um the, the staff kind of has this suckery suckery almost like t- uh squid like tentacles uh grip onto your hand so you have you feel that the mute the the magic is infused in your grip. What are you doing?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh I'm going to politely tell it. There's only one yellow monster here and that's me and I'm going to hit him with my quarter staff.
1: All right, make attack roll. All right.
2: Uh it's a 13, so oh yeah, it hits right.
1: Just hits. Just hits. As you bring down the uh weight of the magically infused sta- uh staff on it, you see in front of you so uh you you get within 5 feet of it to so immediately hit it. Yeah.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. okay
1: so you're up in its uh range you uh, melee down in it and as you see the this barrier that is kind of covering this slime ooze jelly that you had not seen before you see it gives a bit of a resistance to your staff and then you push through it and your mat your staff makes contact with this the body as it's a noise of kind of pain it takes in nice
2: Roll uh, seven points of damage. Bludgeoning? Uh, it's bludgeoning, I believe. Yes. Okay. Yes. Alright. Um, And then I'm going to kind of like roll around where he's kind of like the back end of the slime, but not leaving melee range. Like right there. Right yeah. there? Yep. Alright. Beautiful. Roll around the back end. To give Remus okay. a flanking position if he decides to come up again. No.
4: Finks, your turn. Uh, am i within 60 feet from where i am i think i might just be on the edge there 10, 20 30
1: 40 yeah, yeah, okay. And
4: 60 yeah feet. okay cool um i just want to hit him with a told the dead spell so that is okay. a wisdom save of 14 otherwise 2d12 necrotic oh my god <laughs> okay oh it's so an F 20
1: no any half damage or not nah? I don't think so no was it cantrip told the dad yeah Okay. Right. yeah, yeah. sure be can nope all right so you cast told the Deb uh, as you kind of swirl some of your hands uh, swirl your hands into the moonlight and kind of pass it on as you uh, pull out a small little chime and you kind of ding it to cast this ringing sound, you see the bell start to uh, start to be constructed behind its form. As there's a ding, you see the little goblin that you that you conjured above the bell, kind of whacking it. It wasn't he wasn't giving his full effort, you can tell, and just
4: wasn't strong enough to hit it. All right, bonus action, scold that little goblin, and I'll end my turn. We'll try it, it next time. Got it.
1: Make an make an intimidation check.
4: I'm just kidding. Well, that's a net twenty. Thanks for making me wasted. <laughs> he
1: feels uh he, he feels thoroughly rejuvenated to hopefully perform better next time for you. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, Stan. All right. I'll see you. Let's go for. Her. Yep. He is not going to actually no. Howard, you did hit it. So it is actually going to turn around at you on its turn. Okay, bring it. And it is going to hit you with one of its pseudopods. You see this part of this jelly's form goes... With lightning speed, reflex.
5: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, 23. Does
2: it hit? Except Howard feels this inner thing... And he's going to do entropic ward, and it makes him uh, have to attack at disadvantage. So roll again.
1: <laughs> so there's a moment and as you see the windup of this of this uh, pseudopod about to lash at you. You release a psychic burst, and um...
2: so you have to roll Bring at disadvantage.
1: A... Oh yeah, Remus, this... make a perception check
5: for me.
3: Nine. All
1: right. You see, just over the back of his jellies, uh, this this oozing slime jelly of stuff. Over its uh, show, you see Howard just barely can kind of scream at it with his uh, rage. Is there is a burst of psychic energy from his forehead, and the creature hits with a thirteen instead. Fifteen. Okay. No, it still hits then. All right. Wasn't as cool as the first hit, though. As it, whack, cracks into you. It is. um, Does 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Five points of acid damage. Nice. And then you see as the pseudopod whacks into you, there is a purple-like energy that wraps around your arm. It crawls up to your head and breaks into your mind as you take three points of psychic damage. Nice. All right. It's a little bit of damage just wrapping into your head. Um, It is now going to do a, let me see. It's going to use one of its legendary actions to do a wave of. uh, What? Yeah. Yeah, it's what? gonna do a legendary action. Yeah, it's gonna use a legendary <laughs> action as it. You, you say see this so ground... like... Yeah. Well, I don't throw them at you guys that much. No. <laughs> yeah. right. Every now and then. Um, you see this, the, 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 the base of the creature begins to kind of shrivel up and as it, the, uh, the little globs near the basing of it start to shake and start to emanate and ooze out. In a 10, uh, 10 feet out from it. So that would catch Howard and Remus. Make constitution saving throws as this acid starts to eat in and uh, eat at your feet. Okay, well, that totally changes my game plan. All right, hold on. Con uh, save,
2: uh, seven. Seven.
1: Nat 20! Nat 20. Remus, you take half damage. So, can I
3: make that quarter damage with Uncanny Dodge?
1: Yes, I think. Area? Area? Yes! I... Wait, does... uh, Hold on real quick. And Dodges, dodge they have to be a deck save. I'm gonna just make it's sure. Just a, it, if, no, if it's just it,
3: no. that's evasion. So when candy dodges, when an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to have the attack's damage
1: against you. So it's not. It doesn't hit you with an attack. It just this okay. happens, and you're you're kind of resisting it. Gotcha. Play ball. All right. All good. Um, so. Howard, you take seven points of acid damage. Remus, three points. Yeah. Sorry. All good. All right. And at uh, Howard, you look out of the ground and you see the puddle just suck back to the creature's body. And. Okay. I'll say. It begins to move in your direction and uh, is going to begin to do a consumption engulfing movement towards you, but on its next turn.
0: Azoth, what are you doing? I'm going to throw another thorn whip at it. Okay. All right.
1: 12 to hit Twelve. as you whoosh, throw another crack of the whip you see that this whip is more precise now ready and using proper aiming it strikes in at the previous uh, whipped spot and you see now the thorns break through this barrier that it bounced off prior and secure into the body and you whoosh, rip out of it dealing damage A little damage for me three uh, piercing Okay. Not bad. All right. Three piercing. There you go. Anything else in your turn?
0: Nope.
1: Got it. Top of the round. Remus, Howard, you're on deck.
3: All right. I'm going to come back at the thing from behind the pillar. and I'm going to flank it with Howard and attack it with my rapier.
1: All right, you run up to it,
2: flank it. You get advantage with the flanking.
3: Yeah.
1: Which does that count as sneak attack if he has advantage on the attacking too? The fir- the first strike is sneak attack damage because okay. at this moment the creature doesn't know who is attacking. Oh, so that's where we get that? That one's gone. Twenty
3: five. Fifty five. Oh, not yet. Twenty five. Oh. 55
1: Ah uh, yeah that hits that hits
3: All right. I'm gonna hit this gooey thing Oh Oh for Please hold- 23
1: damage. Nice. Nice. You come down uh, with the with the rapier and precision it, stabbing into part of its neck, coming close to where it, the sword would spear through and just barely missing Howard. Perhaps you've gained its attention. We'll see on its turn
3: uh i will bonus action disengage and go back to my place behind the pillar checking out okay
2: howard what are you doing quick question just by like did i get the sense by touching it it was acidic to like to the touch
1: yes very okay that's that's very instantly you feel an acidic burn
2: all right, that's what I was afraid of. So I'm going to bonus action, misty step back, um, like towards the rock area where I was. Over this way. No, uh, like where Remus is. Remus is. Yeah. Uh, that right. But like area. on the other side, so I can, uh, fire off, uh, two eldritch blasts at it from a safe distance.
1: All right. This, uh, you teleport over with misty step. Yep. It uh. Tear, bake your tackles. Add it. All right.
2: So the first one is not going to hit. That's a 9. And then the second one is a... I can't math right now. 16.
1: 16. First one doesn't hit. 16 does hit.
2: Okay, so that is 6 points of damage.
1: You send out... You uh, raise your hand... And as you grab your staff and slam slam it into the ground, you see your hand emanating this yellow glow. As you point out the staff and you shoot your eldritch blast from it, this (laughs) one goes far wide. You slam again. You shove. You slam the staff forward, uh, wizarding style. And you see a eldritch blast (laughs) right into it, knocking it in the head. You see it take a little damage. Not bad. Not bad. Yep.
2: And then I'm just going to use, like, I don't know, maybe 10 feet of my movement to just back up more.
1: 10 feet of movement to back up more?
2: Yep. Okay. Give myself some safe distance. Next
1: to, right next to Aesop. Cool. Hey, buddy. Hey, what up?
4: All right. Finks, you're up. All right. off you're going to be on deck. Praise them, save, told the dead. This one fails. He fails this, so please. This is good. 18 damage. Necrotic, if it matters. So as
1: you're scolding the goblin, this little spectral goblin that is kind of hugging onto the top of the the bell with the mallet in its hand, it goes to slam it again and start to crack them. As the bell, with every pound, begins to drop lower and lower and lower until it's encompassing this creature. And as you crack it one more time for the end of your turn, as the bell raises, the monster is gone. Ending ending combat.
2: Well, like I said, I'm the only yellow one here. What the hell was that thing? Where did it come from? I don't know. I saw a cart over there. I was checking out. Yeah, like... Somehow there's a cart up here. So I don't know if they were transporting something, but there's an empty cart. So I was coming back to kind of...
4: How? How could they... Where would they go? I don't know. couldn't fit into it. I'm going to go check out the cart. You want to go check out the cart? Yeah. Looking out for any oozes on the way. I'm going to go
1: make. back to sleep. You go back to sleep. Um, right now, long rest has not been completed yet, essentially, just so you are all aware.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Finks, um, you go over to the cart. Uh, make an investigation check.
4: 16.
1: Uh, you follow on the trail of this yellow ooze that appeared to be a bit uh, oak, uh, okra jelly-ish coming from, like, it's almost like a slug slime trail leading directly from where the cart was. And you could see the, um, one of the openings, um, almost like a uh, an entrance into this cart it appears to be even covered with a faint film of the slime as Howard came very close to stepping in this and nope. getting into it. You see the cart looking like a chariot, almost a a carriage that would be pulled by a chariot for um with a a humanoid that could stand in it that uh probably would come up to about their waist two side door Intact, yeah, yes, It is intact. Looks like it hasn't moved in quite some time. Um, you see, there are the two the uh, two sides that kind of come up, come in from the sides, as well as two flaps laying flat down. Uh, you see, the one directly to your vision appears to be cracked or snapped. May need to be a repair done to this. What appears to be like a wing. Off the side, and yeah, see the chariot. You see the front straps. You don't see any harnesses to attach to a mount, but you see the wheels. And looking at the ground, you see faint tracks that years of this uh, being being sitting, or from years of the sitting. And who knows how many times it had been.
4: Can you hear me? I'm back. I lost you for a minute, sorry. All good.
1: Um, Did you hear me describe it?
4: Uh, I heard there was a wing. It was partially broken, and then it's been sitting for a bit, and then I missed everything. It's been sitting for some bit,
1: and you can kind of see that uh, there are, like, track marks in the ground that lead from, like, the mouth of the cave that kind of, like, if this was stopped at an abrupt halt, or just from continued usage of mo- making the same movement pattern, you can see faint trackings in the ground.
4: Okay. well, Maybe we follow this tomorrow. I'm going to drop a quick detect magic on it since we're resting anyway. Yeah. Cast detect magic.
1: There appears to be a faint field of magic emanating from this, an enchantment that appears to be uh, enchantment-based. Okay. Who knows what it does? But okay. it has... Uh, yeah, it, it, there's something magical about this.
4: All right. I'll go back to the group and, and fill them in. This, this chariot it seems to be enchanted somehow and the fact that they got it in here either it can fly or jump or that slime brought it in here i don't know maybe it protected it from the acid i'm not sure what it does but i'll see about fixing it tomorrow and maybe we can trip
1: transmutation enchantment
4: okay specific
1: school transmutation okay
2: Yeah, I had a feeling they probably flew it in. My first thought was Pegasus, but I don't see any Pegasus around.
4: I just kind of look at Azoth and be like, hmm, not sure. Not sure if he can do that yet.
2: And I don't think that yellow slime could fly, so I don't think definitely not that. Yeah, let's mess with it tomorrow. We'll see.
1: All right. You guys are going to be. getting you, you guys going
4: to go? The cantrip list.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys go back to finish your long rests.
2: Yeah, I guess that finishes my first watch. So.
1: Finishing your first watch. Yeah. No one. It did the combat wasn't that heavy, heavy, of uh, multiple rounds in. So I'd say you guys could resume the the long rest as as is. Okay. Thanks. We're up to your watch.
4: Okay. Um, I was just planning to mess around with those mirrors and try to, like, make the light. I don't know. Find what it's intended to aim at, so. Um, I figure that's what I'd be doing in my rest, kind of messing around with stuff. Make a wisdom check.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Character sheet. okay wisdom is a seven
1: go back over to the mirror that you had positioned spotlight style and as you go to kind of point it around and look over you see a mirror up on the ceiling and make a strength check and as you try to go spin the mirror to point it at the ceiling it kind of catching your attention 14 You see a stalactite hanging, and just by dumb luck, it looks like there's a shadow of the bat in the ceiling of the sky, circled by a uh, a beam of moonlight. Oh, is it almost like a signal for a bat? (laughs) But.
4: Can I can I get my commissioner outfit on and, and wait? <laughs> <laughs> Bonus action cha- change outfit. I'm gonna I'm gonna use my duplicate to pretend to be some sort of bat finks.
1: <laughs> There's a moment that you have a you have a you have a you have a spark of imagination like oh I got this. And as you look over to a pile of rubble, you see there is a cloaked looking finks staring at you kind of stalking D- can't really do anything else other than that i think
4: unless you roll okay. him to move but <laughs> yeah no, i'm not gonna play this out any further
1: <laughs> you blink and he's gone so how do you do that all right roll a d20 for me as we round off the remainder of your eight watch The rest of your break of your watch goes by uneventful. Okay. So. Up, up next is Azoth.
0: Okay. Uh, I'll wake up. Um, what is that uh, Finks'
1: shenanigans show me now? What am I looking at? You see the one the one mirror that was next to the uh, entrance that you guys said came out of the cave he had bent it to look at the ceiling and you see there is a beam of moonlight at the ceiling and in the center of it is a is it, um, the stalactite is uh, the just by the angle of the shadowing, it looks like a shadow of a, of a bat is shining on the ceiling. Okay. Just circled by a beam of moonlight. Um.
0: I want to open up that scroll thing that I found and see if I can read it. I picked up some scroll, I think, off of a Zoolander. Uh, You open
1: a black letter, an envelope. It had a wax seal of what appears to be a compass, uh, compass rose. Right of a. of a, st- a very simple up, down, left, right, nor- uh, nor- north, south, east, west compass rose, and around it looks to be almost like a web, a spider webbing, kind of uh, like behind it. It's like a- in the shape of almost like the the compass rose is sitting on top of a web. Oh. It's like what you're looking at. is Like the wax is a circle. It's like yep. is like that, but then there's a compass rose. So you see that Uh, the wax is using your uh, dark vision to kind of adjust and knowing your heritage from the elves and the drow. The wax almost has a dark royal uh, purple uh, color to it. Make a religion check. 11. This appears to be the symbol of Loth, spider queen of the drow, queen of the demon web pits. Ooh, what does the letter say? Can I read back? that? Yeah. You break the seal, you open it up, you pull out a simple card. Is it a birthday invitation? No. You see a very simple written sentence. Your will is my doing, my queen. Just notes scrawled out on it. Almost Mm -hmm. uh, think of think of the soldier that goes away to war that writes that last letter for their love. Just puts it in their their, uh, chest kind of in their armor. Simple. Very, nothing more to this. All right. Um. right. I'll tuck the letter.
0: I'll tuck it back in. Okay. Pull it back shut. I'll walk back into where. Did we defeat him inside the tunnel
1: or was he inside the cave? You defeated him in the tunnel, but during the whole blast, he was pushed out into the cave. If I recall correctly.
0: I'll walk over to where his, like, before uh, he got turned into currency. Um, I'll dig up a little patch of dirt or whatever on the ground, put the letter there, and then cover it back up.
1: Okay. Make a simple enough. You scoop out some dirt, put it on there. A little, you know, and... shallow, very like yeah, yeah, enough to, yeah. It's a piece of letters. Doesn't take much to bury this. Yep. But you bury this.
0: Uh, then uh, if there's some webbing still around somewhere, I'll take a little piece of the webbing off and I'll kind of like lay it down on top of that as well.
1: It's a little bit of webbing laying around from the remnants of from when you were spider and You see some cobwebs on some of the boulders and you throw it over this. Okay. That's it. Okay. Roll a d20 for me. Three. Make a perception check. Uh, Fourteen. You see... as you had... gone over to the chute, uh, and that little tunnel venting to kind of grab some of the cobwebs and tuck it away and pass it over. There appears to be something coming down the tunnel, moving, and then it fades away. It reappears. Something's moving in the darkness. Looks like a mist of sorts. It moves sideways, phasing through the wall, phasing out through the side. You see this red mist just Misting its way, I uh, mist doesn't talk as it just kind of fades its way into you. I need you to make a constitution saving throw as it as it kind of Voldemort style gas and misting collide just whoosh, passes through you. Ten. Okay. You take nine points of necrotic damage okay this is uh you gotta you gotta mark this as uh you have actually taken a full uh long rest at this point but this is um you're down 10 and it's uh until you do a long rest okay nine call that from last time just so you're aware right nine well no, so you so the 10 that you just took that you just took from this damage, this is a non-healable 10. Oh, okay. So you're aware. Just in case healing comes at a factor. But you see this mist passes by you, fades up to the ceiling of the cavern, turns down, and comes back down rushing at you for another go. I want you to roll for initiative. Five again. Surprisingly enough, you go first. <laughs> um,
0: I'll just, I'll yell, guys, and um, I'll, uh, I don't uh, know, see if I can, I don't know, can I shape water to try and thicken it up to make it more gelatinous and less misty.
1: May make an intelligent... This is knowing how to manipulate the shape water cantrip, so this is an intelligence check. Alright, Uh, here we go. You are now doing the chemist of the magic. You're trying to manipulate it. Or. Cast shape water, and you've seen that it has no effect. As it comes back down, swooping by you for another attack. Roll a constitution saving throw. 18. This time, it passing through you. You quickly uh, move off to the side, and as you do, part of your shoulder is uh, in the mist as you feel something briefly physical kind of like shoulder bump you as you don't take any damage the the burning kind of pulse of your blood that you felt pulled out when it passed last time through you it's kind of like you feel the gravity of the blood shift in your arm towards the directing the direction of this mist as it shoulder bumps through you almost like the bully in school just like please misting misting over I like everyone to wake up as they roll initiative. I'm red. let camera back on, guys. Let's start this video. Say, so you guys are. Bundled over here in your circle. Azoth, you really weren't doing that much exploring. You're just kind of standing around looking. We'll say it is passed over by you. And we're going to have this symbolize the red mist. Here you are, Azoth. thinks is nine yes lord what are you at uh 12 remus remus initiative
3: sorry i forgot i had angle up i said 10 oh okay that's my bad
1: you're good so as you are all awoken uh passed out in your in your little huddle of circle you hear azoth guys as howard you open your eyes and what time of day almost, is it i say it's it's getting close to morning it's daylight's starting to break off in the horizon outside what, of the game. what
0: is any of it bouncing off the mirrors yet
1: not yet At least in a radiate, at least in like a sunlight direct sort of way. No. There's a True. faint moonlight. It's kind of like as the sun is rising, as, as the moon has come down to set, there's a, a dim light in the cave, which I'll say, Howard, you're not at disadvantage on perception right now. There's a dim light amongst the cave, but no direct sunlight and no direct like intense moonlight at this point. Howard, top of initiative. Remus, you're on deck.
2: Okay. Um, he's going to
1: uh,
2: kind of like yawn awake. Okay. Um, shit. Seize the mists. Uh, Armor of Agathos, myself.
1: Got it. Armor, Armor of Agathys. You're set.
2: And okay. I am going to. How far away is it from me?
1: Is. Let's see. Ten. Then 25-30 feet
2: of you. Okay, I'm just going to stay put then. Okay. And then I will also bonus action Shillelagh again. Okay, bonus action Shillelagh is you're going
1: to hold your ground waiting to see what will happen. Yep. Okay. Remus, yeah, yeah. you're next. To Get up. I'm, ass- I'm assuming you guys all stand up on your turd? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Get up. Half movement. What are you doing? So it's just a mist? It's just a mist currently.
3: Red um, colored
1: looking mist.
3: I'm with her throw two psychic daggers at the mist. Well, hopefully two psychic daggers at the mist.
1: Attack rolls.
3: Whoa, hope well, that one fell. Uh, 23. 23 hits. And do I get sneak attack because of Aesop?
1: Oh, sneak attack because of Azoth, yeah.
3: Right. So that's gonna be... May. <laughs> that's gonna be 16 damage.
1: You throw a... Uh, one of your purple daggers from under. You see it rocket it out from cutting right through the mist. Azoth, you see the mist. Kind of... a Disapparate and reappear where uh, Remus's dagger had cut through. Um, it looks like it kind of uh, shivered in some pain as it did hit, though. So. All right. Hmm.
3: What else then offhand one's going to be a 17.
1: 17 also hits
3: for seven damage.
1: Alright. You throw a second offhanded dagger and appearing and catching it. Um the mist form again. Dealing not so bad damage. You see the Azoth, you see the the misses uh, re uh re kind of appearing and forming together. Is that all you wish to do,
4: uh Remus?
1: Thanks you're on deck. Uh yeah, that's it
4: for me. Alright, thanks. Alright, I'm going to pop up and I'm going to use a Toll the Dead on the Mist. Okay, Here we can actually
1: do a little bit closer camera angle for, for you all. Toll the Dead of the Mist, so...
4: Wisdom save for, for the Mist.
1: Huh. Roll some damage. And I'll say, uh, Azov because you're right in front of it, make a perception check. As you conjure this this bell um, from the from the remaining minimal moonlight that is in the cave, it starts to kind of hover over the creature. Uh, a little bit encompassing you too, Azov.
4: You don't have to roll 15.
1: on this one. 15? You're not taking damage on this, but you do see the um, mist as it is... Uh, this goblin is kind of pounding on the bell bling, bling. it hurts your ears you don't see the mist reacting to it right now
4: Okay. all right 13 damage and necrotic right. okay
1: it appears to not have taken um, much if any damage
4: as you see the bell kind of raises itself all right and then right. uh whatever movement i have moving away
1: all right uh what direction away this way oh, or away that
4: from way? the uh just as far away as possible got it so, so uh 10, yeah you got it 10 20
1: 25
4: or 30. Uh, uh well half movement for waking up
1: oh so you'd be about right there Get a half Azoth, your turn. Howard, right. you're going to be on deck. Um, I'm going to. So,
0: is there moisture in this cave? Make perception check. Hold oh, on, that fell off. Uh, we've got twelve.
1: I and mean, there's some. There's some moisture. Probably All further right. back in, but kind of. It's pretty pretty dry out here. Pretty dry. Okay.
0: So I want to gather up what moisture while I can, because I think like this is the same thing that was dealing with us outside before we fell down the pit. So I kind of have an idea as to what's going on here. So I want to start to gather up for shape water um, and kind of just basically create like a, uh, a whirlpool underneath him on the ground. Get some water going. Right now. Not to attack them or do anything. I just kinda of want to make this uh this this whirlpool going around. Cause I can do it up into five feet in every direction. So it's it's I just kinda of it to start swirling around down there.
1: Okay. It's a slight pool of water <sighs> swirling around the base of this um this uh, mist. And it's kind of is it staring
0: at me? Or I'm assuming it's just kind of like I can feel its presence.
1: It's presence is right. I mean, you are right next to it. It's this, this thing's presence unless you wish to move.
0: All right. Um, <laughs> I really don't know what else I could do to this. So I'm going to look at it and go, we have, we have mail here and we have stayed overnight and claim this as our own docile be gone.
1: Make an intimidation check, please. Woohoo! Three! <laughs> I mean, maybe it's taken heed from you and is you know, going to move, but who knows? It's a missed. And you roll the three. So we'll see. On its turn, unless you wish to do anything else. Do you wish to move um, or not?
0: Yeah, I'll uh move away. I'll use my uh movement to back up uh, towards that rock behind me or whatever that is to the left side of the screen. Just yeah, that. Yeah, I'll go that way. That's fine. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I changed. I, I did, did, did back. Um I wanted to start You're thinking through. about
1: you're thinking about running over here, but is that is that
0: where that mirror that Fink's was playing with was? That's...
1: The mirror that Fink's was playing with is right here.
0: Is there is that the is that the only mirror that we can access?
1: No, you've saw you've seen multiple mirrors on the ground. All right, Some give me to that. Place. I'll go take that.
0: I'll go to the mirror that was down by that pillar that you just touched. No, the other uh, down that uh...
1: over this. This sure. way out here? Yeah, that wanna work. All right, so 10, 20, 30. It's too uh, far away. Do you want do you still want to run that way? Or are you running to the closer?
0: I get um I have uh, uh I go thirty-five feet. Ha ha. Because of fleet of foot.
1: You're almost there. That that works for me almost there you are you're out of 30 feet range from it though so that can that could be good could be yeah, good and
0: there's still the water going under him too
1: mm-hmm. um you see this mist rises up on its turn and flies over detecting the next nearest individual and uh it is going to pass Uh, two into Remus's space. Remus, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. No.
3: I choose. No, I I must do that. Uh, Uh, How do I keep doing that?
1: Eighteen? Uh, Eighteen. That succeeds. That, that succeeds. Um see. Okay. So as you feel this uh mist kind of pass through your space, you feel as it like into you you feel a pull towards it almost like um magnetically drawn by like the pulsing of your veins like your body's willing itself towards this direction and it kind of flies up into the air about five feet above you all just say about five feet uh in the air above you and that's all it's gonna do on its turn because it only has 30 feet of movement
3: Wait, did Power. it leave my sphere of influence?
1: It does. It does move the, it does move from the sphere of influence.
3: I'm making my reaction
1: attack. Make a reaction attack. Uh uh 14. Yeah, that hits. Yeah, that hits. Just barely. And you what are you hitting it with? The rapier? Yeah. Or the dagger. Uh, just a rapier, rapier. As, you, as it goes to move out of the way, you quickly pull for your sword and thrust, and a and a uh, kind of like a dramatic arming yourself. You just slash through it, uh, poking into it. Roll damage.
3: And It moves. Movement stops to zero. All I right, got ten stops. for
1: damage. Uh, as you pass over it, your sentinel kicking in. Quick reactionary, uh, move. Uh, quick reactionary movement from you. You pass over it, to, startling it, and it uh, just hovers over you, waiting Whew, for what comes next.
3: Well, I have work. no idea what's coming next. What do you wish to do? Okay, so.
2: I'm assuming this would probably count as like a bonus action, but I'm going to reach into my bag and pull out my first before I do this. Is it very reminiscent of the mist that we fought upstairs in the desert? Is that what this reminds me of? The blood mist?
1: This looks very similar to the blood mist. Okay,
2: perfect. So then I will reach into my bag and I will grab out the mask of the blood king. Hmm. And I will hold it up to the mist and I will shout out, unless you want to end up like your dead master here, I suggest you go away.
1: Make a intimidation check. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Nice. Look at you guys not trying to fight everything.
2: I'm so going to end up fighting it. Uh, 23.
1: <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Take that back. Okay.
2: Uh, 20. 20 unnatural.
1: Okay, This is a mist, and it doesn't give any visual clues away, so we'll see what happens on its turn.
2: Okay, and then I will hold my action um, okay. that if it does become aggressive, I will fire off two Eldritch
1: Blasts at it. Got it. Remus, you're up. Thanks, you're on deck. Um... um...
3: Going to because it's still in my area of influence. Uh, I will bonus action disengage from it. Step back about ten feet towards that spider web and throw two psychic daggers at it.
1: <laughs> throw my two daggers. Make the attack roll.
3: First one's a sixteen.
1: That just hits. Wait. All right. It does hit.
3: All right. For four damage. And then the second one, it's not going to hit with an eight, probably.
1: Uh, an eight, unfortunately. As you throw the one dagger, whoah, hits in, you throw your off-handed psychic uh, energy, thump, throwing it at, and as you do, you are, uh, you, you're just... Just off from your aiming as it cuts through to the mist and you see it kind of and react as if it's alive in the movement of the secondary dagger, realizing that you possibly are the rogue, so there may be more than one daggers coming from you.
3: That's it for me
1: okay
4: thanks you're up, Azoth, you're on deck all right um. What I wanted to do was I had that water skin filled with the blood from the blood pool. Yes. And I was going to see if you'd let me take that out as a bonus action. Grab okay. it. Okay. Okay, gr- grab it, pop it open, and then move and dash towards the cliff face and kind of just like drop in little bits along the way to kind of make a trail. Okay. And then I want to prepare to throw it over the edge if it so... reacts to me
1: so uh you get what was your uh, 25 feet right so uh, 30. Uh, 10, oh 20 30. um you wouldn't be able to prepare it as an action if you wish to use the remainder of your action to get to the edge and then look like you're gonna throw it you wouldn't be able to prepare the action to throw it if you wish to get that far
4: oh no, no that's just my intention okay so i'll do gonna, it i'll do it if it reacts to me But I'm kind of intentionally making it messy, a trail along the way to see if it, you know, just follows the closest sign of blood or something else. All right. So as you run up to the edge,
1: near the edge of the um, cliff, let me roll some percentage dice real quick. You feel the ground slightly start to have a give and you quickly move your foot back and better pl- and have a better placement for your step as it holds true on the ground and you're near say within five feet of the edge of the cliff. Perfect. Okay. Azoth, what are you doing? Um,
0: What's the weather status currently or the environmental status? How much light are we looking at? Is there any
1: sunlight yet? No, we're, we're, this is six seconds in. We're looking at, uh, Oh, the, Morning, dim. This is each round is six seconds. Got it. Um, so slowly,
0: I want to start trying to finagle and work that mirror so that it's gonna be basically positioned whatever ambient light is coming in currently, bouncing mm-hmm. off the mirrors,
1: and start to basically spotlight the mist. Make a wisdom check as you start to try and position and move this uh curved. A uh, silvered metal-looking mirror, and try and shift it over, and to have it catch the the lighting. Unnatural twenty. Oh. Oh. So, as you quickly pull the mirror in the direction of the uh, of it, you see a beam of sunlight, looking like it is bright daylight catch at the right angle hit the wall you use this momentum and move it over cutting right through the creature you see it start to be cut away right through the center as it you hear a um it sounds like a million squeals of pain of of coming out from just this entire resonating from this entire space howard this is disturbing to you because when you've heard creatures and monsters cry out in pain it's coming from a single like direction it's coming from a mouth um when you hear something psychically it just kind of appears in your ears there are there it, this is screaming from all over its body it, the voice is just emanating from all over this this mist in the air next to you as the sunlight cuts through it you you hearing how are being so close a of a cauterization-type burn. Almost like the steaming of, like, stream heat meeting water. Um, anything else in your turn for movement?
0: Nope, that's all I want to do. All right.
1: That, this thing you guys all see... Hall's ass and double movement. 10, 20, 30, 10, and it's out of sight. Hall's ass away from you all. You all get another round of combat, and I'll let you, what do you wish to do with it? Collectively, there doesn't have to be, I guess, really a set order, as it looked hurt. Hurt fleeing away. Uh, I'll position the light into the
0: tunnel. Uh, the, I'm going to redo the mirror so it's going back into the uh, red circle thing.
1: Okay. Fair enough. You see there's looking down the tunnel it is just a bright lit vent uh, hallway. Stretches down. You don't see it. it. Appears to be empty.
4: Maybe we Who just leave it here. What happened to it? Keep it away. Hmm.
2: I fire off my Aldrich blast. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> hmm. Well, that was. Unexpected, but expected.
1: Does anyone else do any other movement of, like, attack action? They will say no one will. Combat. You all wait. A moment. A minute. Two minutes. Five minutes. Nothing has happened. That being said, you realize, Azoth, your rest is over. Slap up Ricky, or Remus, to wake up.
4: Oh. Well,
1: he's already up now. For your sake of terms, we'll say, the last rest is more or less you all just trying to have a breather, keeping watch diligently. Uh, Remus, do you wish to do anything on your, as you take the lead watch? As everyone just kind of veges out back to backs?
3: Uh, uh, Not really. I'm just kind of trying to uh, I I guess attune to this suit of armor, or this armor. Okay. Just hang out there.
1: Your rest comes to a close with your attunement process complete. Plus one leather armor may feel in uh, spidey once per seven days, Ooh. Tune to you. All right, you guys complete your long rest. Looking at the edge, the mouth of this cave, looking inward at the location that you see where the chariot now is dimly lit, you can see. Looks down the tunnel that the that the beam of sunlight is is shooting down. You all ponder which road to take moving forward. And we're gonna leave it there for next week. Thank you everyone so much tuning in live. Um Black Rat Joe, Nick, uh, Hung, uh, Jeff, you jumped in here. Rick was in here earlier. Guys, thank you so much if you tuned in live. I greatly appreciate it that you guys are awesome. And it's so cool when I'm looking over and I see names start popping up. I try to do shout outs when I see them. Uh, players are usually a lot better interacting in between combat with you. Uh, so if you want to be able to interact, come on over to our Twitch page where they primarily watch from. You may catch us on the Facebook live uh, stream as well that they may uh, jump into. But if you want to really interact, come on over to the Twitch. And please make sure when you come on over to follow us at our tw- on our Twitch at podcasters underscore. Uh, when we hit 30 followers, we're going to be doing a giveaway. And then we're going to start unloading more and more and more giveaways from there from our great sponsor, Jeff, over at DCT Industries right there. Thank you so much, Jeff. Uh, DCT Industries is a local Western New York gaming company. They're putting out their uh, new game, Kaimon, which is a good mashup of, uh, I think, Pokemon, Bakugan meets Yu-Gi-Oh!, where um, you you battle with monsters on the game board uh, against other players uh, Warhammer style. Monsters have different attacks, and there's a variety of monsters, uh, such as some dinosaurs. some uh, A whale is one of uh, the cool ones that I see sculpted on the Facebook page. And uh, DCT Industries gaming, which you should go like, follow, and go through some of the pictures. Go through some of the uh, models of the Kaimon, as that is the name of the game. Uh, that of the monsters of, of the different Kaimon that are available to you to uh, see. Oh, original monsters uh, 3d uh, designed and sculpted and I think there are some prototypes out there in the works uh, soon to be painted by one of our uh, awesome players Tony I believe and uh, make sure you go over to the DCT industry uh, DCT underscore industries on Instagram make sure you give them a like follow say hey Fabala 5 you and then after uh, uh, last but not least please uh, do some do uh, some following over with us over at our instagram and facebook now if you're a you know you don't have time to watch D on twitch or facebook or youtube if you're catching the replays of the past episodes you most certainly listen to our podcast listen to the show via podcast audio format uh, you can catch that at bicbp-radio.com we've got podcasts for everyone you got history creeps two-point conversation power rangers in cyberspace you've got um uh wines crimes and Wh- uh, Wines, crimes, and wicked. Oh my gosh! Blech. I'm going. Um, <clears throat> I have my mouth. Uh, I'm getting dry mouth. Um, I'm trying to go over. There is.
2: Uh, Wines, wicked crimes, and cat moms online.
1: Yes, thank there you for that one. Yeah, thank you. Which
2: is a good show. Go check it out. I'll it is like a
1: great show. It's fun. Yeah. Um, a good, good friend and uh, brother of Day, uh, Danny was just on an episode or two ago as a guest, uh, Chris Chavez. I know he was checking out and watching. Uh somehow. And uh, I don't know if he's watching either Twitch or Facebook, but um, he was on watching it. Uh, uh, he j- jumped on as a guest, but please, what I'm trying to say is go on over to the bicbp radiocom Got podcasts for everyone, a bunch of great content creators out there that are putting in the hard work and grind just as we do uh, for you all to, that are watching us. You know, they, they put out a whole bunch of podcasts. So please go on over there, check them out and i will let the players take over here. So Danny, you gave a little eyebrow twitch. Sure. Uh,
2: Danny Chavez, you can catch my art on, uh, or my Instagram and Facebook ratfank arts. It's R-A-T-P-H-I-N-C arts. You can follow Howard on Twitter at podcasters H. Um, And actually I just wanted to shout out my uh, buddy. He's over in like the Tempe Phoenix, Arizona area. Um, uh, but he does like photography and uh hiking things, so you can check him out on Instagram. Um, I'm actually wearing his shirt. Two guys that hike. So go check it out. And then also uh he has another thing, uh G Y A W underscore ink at uh Instagram. It stands for get your ass whooped. So go check it out. Uh he does photography and all that cool stuff. So go give him a like, follow, promote him too.
1: Go make sure yeah. you guys do all that. Got it. Please do. Yeah, check them out. Uh, I know I'm going to. After I'm list, after I'm done listening to the uh, newest episode of Wine Wicked Crimes and Cat Moms so All My. Uh, yeah, there you go. As <laughs> off, sign up. I need to. Can you can you just this- create water for me? Like, can you help me out here? <laughs> oh, that's so weird. It's
2: over here. Oh, look at that. Ah. <laughs> <New word. laughs>
5: uh. <laughs> Roll the one. Roll the
2: wrong way. <laughs> Roll the way. Magic is weird, guys. Magic is
4: weird. That was a frick. <laughs> I'm fizzy.
0: Yeah, sometimes it's carbonated, sometimes it's not. I'm still still figuring it all out. Did you, you carbonate water with that spell? Probably, yeah.
1: technically, it, 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 it creates movement, so yeah. I, can, yeah I, guess. I guess there'd be some carbonation. Yeah. Azoth, let, Mark, let me know where to find you at.
0: Uh, Azoth and his shenanigans can be found on Twitter at Podcasters Azoth. And if you want to follow anything that I'm doing or working on, on the social medias, uh, on the internets, it's at the Mark 716. All
4: right. Tony. All right. You We're guys next. can follow Finx on Twitter at twitter.com slash uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Phoenix to doing some miniature painting and modeling. Um, again, not much going on there right now, but I'll get around to it eventually. Um, and also one more thing, make sure you are following DCT Industries on Facebook, facebook.com slash Gaming. It is really long, but make sure you get that .tabletop gaming in there if you can't find it in the search bar.
1: My bad. I did say that dot, I didn't realize that dot was a requirement for the search bar. But yeah, so guys, please make sure you Sniffy. are following them. On Instagram, it's DCT underscores industry. So we'll change so. up on that one. Uh, yes, please go check out them. Check out uh, uh, Fink's, uh drawings over at Phoenix Forge. And last but not least, our favorite Tiefling.
3: i Remus. Uh, my name is Ricky Coates. I play Remus on this lovely podcaster's podcast, which Thank you all for joining us. I appreciate it. You can follow Remus on Twitter at Podcasters Remus. He tweets sometimes during the session. He didn't today. So you know what that means? He's probably going to tweet during the week. Who knows what context it'll be in? He doesn't because um, Twitter's not a thing in D&D. Uh, you can follow me at Rick underscore Coates on Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff and that's really it for now i've got some uh some stuff coming up later this year it seems like things are starting to turn around um i had a festival in september reconfirmed that was supposed to happen last year so we'll see outdoor outdoor music is a thing and you know they're they're starting that way so that's that's all i can take that's all i can hope for i i uh, many of us in this podcast know that it's, it's been a long time. and It's going to be a longer time before we get music as we knew it back to normal, but we care about everyone. And I, I think that shows a lot too, for the music and the entertainment industry is we care about all of the people that want to be involved in the, the shows and just go and enjoy. So yeah, but you know, what's cool. Support your local comedy show. Cause I know comedians are coming back. They're starting to do shows. I know helium out in Buffalo is doing a lot of stuff um i may or may have not heard of uh secret louis ck pop-up set that happened in uh pennsylvania it was under a tent that looked like an airplane hanger but you know
5: really? baby steps
3: be safe yeah Really. and wow. that's uh that's all i got for now all
1: right well to all of our followers that are currently in the, uh, all of our viewers that are currently in the chat uh, before we get our D20s enrolled and, and sign off, I just want to say a special thank out. Thank you to uh, T-Barafato. I mean, I'm going to shout out to the players, too, as I just got to go up the line. Ricky, Rick underscore Coates. Uh, Ra, Rari Rowe, 16057. Have this, too. Electric Electrical long board. Uh, dem, uh, dem, uh, democracy at work. I like democracy <laughs> at work. <laughs> Dirt Fidget, Commander Root, Blackrock Joe, BICBP underscore network, Ant Mall, because I'm here, I guess, and Abbott Costello. Thank you guys so much in uh, for being here, for viewing and catching in. Please make sure you do hit subscribe and follow. If you have an Amazon Prime account, you get to follow one free, you get to follow one Twitch channel uh, a month, but you have to reapply your uh, Prime code each month to do it. So please, if you haven't followed a uh, Twitch channel yet, make sure you do hit that subscribe. Crap, I don't know where it is yet. I'm gonna make sure I know where the button is next time for the live. But make sure you hit subscribe and follow. And we'll see you there next Sunday at seven. Till then, grab those 20s and see you next time. Where's the hell? Where's the tw- There's a 20. <laughs>